Um, she gave us a little insight for all y'all out there. I've said it before. <clears throat> um, Say it loud for the people in the back. Emergency contraceptives at Costco are only six dollars. Mm-hmm. My toxic ass took that to a whole nother level. I said, "Don't be baby mama number two when you can be the one." Exactly. back with another episode of flings and things i'm moni and i'm drea and we're here with episode 28 28 just closer to 30 just like us i'm 28 so <laughs> just saying she is it's cute <laughs> not really i'm sad um Oof. i'm gonna go into this episode just a little bit uh quicker than other ones um i do just have a disclaimer to kind of put out there Ooh. we are transitioning she and i um, into our toxic stage and era. Um, you know, we've been green flags for far way too long. At least I have. I don't and, know about um, me. I have. I've been I toxic am. for a while. <laughs> I just came out of it recently, you know, I last am, couple uh, years. Been a green flag here for a long time. I'm sick and tired of it. Hasn't really worked out. So, transitioning back to my red flag, and I wear, I'm waving it. Loud and proud. And I will say <laughs> that it has been working because uh, Threads is up. Uh, that is new on Instagram. Uh, it's super, super hot topic right now. It's a little Love bit it. Up. Obsessed. I'm so obsessed. Uh, follow me on Threads. It's a crazy Same. time. <laughs> I am very annoying and I'm very toxic. And if you like that type of shit, you will love everything I have to say. If, if you think toxic things but are too embarrassed to fucking thread it, well, you can just repost ours. So honestly, these threads, dude, they remind me of the back in the day with Twitter. I used to be so addicted to Twitter. That's why 10 years ago I deleted my Twitter. I couldn't <laughs> keep it. I was posting literally every two minutes and people were like, what the fuck is this bitch on? And here I am repeating patterns 10 years later on threads. I love it. I love it. You know, she uh, she had put it, put it, uh, she put. threaded, threaded. <laughs> I thread my face all the time. Yeah, sorry. Threaded a threat. Oh, that's what it's called. Threaded a threat. Um, she gave us a little insight for all y'all out there. I've said it before. Um, Say it loud for the people in the back. Emergency contraceptives at Costco are only six dollars. My toxic ass took that to a whole nother level. I said, "Don't be baby mama number two when you can be the one." Exactly, and that's facts. But on another note, <laughs> she said that's facts. I did have to take an emergency contraceptive two days ago because my dumbass was very irresponsible, as always, falling into mm, old patterns. I <sighs> wasn't trying to be like this. I told you guys that I had stopped hooking up a couple episodes ago or multiple episodes ago. And I really tried hard like over like more than six months now. It's mm -hmm. been like a little since before i guess since january mm -hmm. that i was really trying to focus on like getting into like an actual serious relationship and mm -hmm. not putting myself out there and doing these like casual hookups and then i like had an ex-boyfriend and then like that stopped and i didn't go into my whole phase like i normally do because i wasn't like a heartbroken little bitch so i just been chilling and you know waiting for someone that was never gonna come holding out because i liked somebody not holding she out says, no more she's just waiting for someone that was never gonna come but this bitch don't be outside so she just wants somebody to like come in the house and just say i'm here pretty much so i've so i've been on hinge for so long now and literally not a single fucking date at least you've had some dates i've had not a single guy plan out a fucking dinner for me 
I will say I uh, go on Hinge now when I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> yeah, when I'm hungry, I go on Hinge. Hopefully nobody watches this. And uh, they'll just be like, oh, yeah, let's go out for drinks and a dinner and whatever. I'm like, for sure, sir. I'm starving. I'm so And um, it does tend to work, you know. I don't know how I do it, but I have done it before where the day of I am starving. I say by dinner time, I will have a date and I typically will have a date by dinner time. That's very smart. Even uh, though I did say I could buy my own dinner. I can. Sometimes it's fun to get taken out. Let's be real exactly. here. Exactly. I mean, I was, see, that's what I was waiting for this whole time, but it's been months now and I'm kind of at this point now where it's like, I have things, I have, like, I have needs, okay? Let's just put it out there. I'm just going to be very blunt. So this motherfucker that I matched with, like, he was a cutie and I'm over here thinking like, you know, maybe he's going to take me out only to find out this motherfucker is going back to Texas. He's just here temporarily. So I stopped talking to him and then he like came back into my life on Saturday and he was basically just saying that like, we should just make the most of it and have fun. And then once I had like a little... FaceTime call with him. I was like, okay, this motherfucker is hilarious. So funny guys said, do finish first. Ooh, okay. Just you, saying. You said Texas. I These know. Houston motherfuckers are real different. I'll just say All that I much. All I have to say is t- if you're not from Texas, you're motherfucking from Florida and you're nuts. He's from it's Florida too. He lived in Florida as well. <laughs> Dude, he literally. It's both of those. He if it's not somebody, Texas man, it's Florida man. Like Facts. But let me just say this. He knows somebody that we met up with in Florida that we met. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Mutual friends. That was very awkward. Yeah, but small call, world, guys. I'll call him later. Oh, my God. But <laughs> basically, um, so this encounter it was multiple encounters four to be exact same person within two days um he's like living in a hotel right now because of like his job so i was like okay hotel room service whatever so i go over and um did you get breakfast that free breakfast i did get breakfast this morning you could make waffles they had like the batter and i just got to like make little mini waffles before he took me home but anyways um a couple things in this encounter that were like oh wow it's been a while because i was a little nervous not gonna lie i didn't tell him that but it's been a fucking fat minute since i met up with somebody to hook up now i wasn't for sure gonna hook up but most likely it was gonna happen because the flirting was there the sexual chemistry was there the tension over the phone the fucking banter little being brats to each other and shit this motherfucker was wild so he had the most hottest moan ever you know we talked about like sex noises how guys do these like little like like noises i'm not even gonna go and they're just like shaking or fucking having seizures yeah, and fucking doing like, this like moaning. Sir. Well, this guy was so hot. I've never complimented a guy on their moan or their orgasm ever until two nights ago. And I told them that not to try to hype him up because honestly, just the compliment just came out. And it was just so odd to me because I'm just like, this is the weirdest hottest thing ever and then this guy proceeds to literally go down on me and let's just say he did taste his own um semen so remember that episode when i said taste your own cum well baby it happens often i'm telling you it's not a rare occasion this man was nasty but i fucked with it so heavy so anyways (laughs) i don't know what i don't know what to say um I am bamboozled and flabbergasted. This is on our first night hookup, too, okay? Um, I was like, whoa. 
we're going there okay yeah i don't know i didn't stop it i mean <laughs> i've had some crazy shit happen well mm, i know the person so like i guess it's not that crazy i feel like it's, it's crazy yeah. but like it's not like what spit it out i mean it's not crazy but like you'll be like oh that's normal for me in a hookup for what like just him eating my ass and like shit like that or like not for a first hookup but you already you said you've known him so i yeah. like the eating ass thing it, that can be considered nasty like and it was a lot oh this guy thinks apparently, anything with ass play is nasty apparently i was oh my god sorry no are no, you serious yeah he said that he thought it was weird i'm like is this he said that's some cali boy shit i was like what well like i can eating see ass that. and touching ass is that so the cali boy so shit he wouldn't eat ass he didn't eat ass. He's, he's never done anything with ass, like, period, girl, or, got, like, to himself or, like, to other women. I can understand no. to himself, but, like, he hasn't eaten ass. I don't think so, because he made it sound like it was a big deal that I've even never done anything I mean, with I ass. I mean, ha- I haven't eaten ass, but I like to get my ass ate. Yeah, it was very um, different. I feel like mm. just the things he was saying, dude, like, it was just very, he kept making it clear that, like, he kept... Ba- like fucking hating on Cali guys just based on like what I would say he'd be like what like if you went to Ew. Houston it would not be like that just shit like that and Ew. I w- and I will say toxic tip of the day guys okay not from personal experience but I'm telling this toxic tip of the day um not from personal experience if you would like to come alone inside of a female I can <sighs> tell you how to get about that toxic I didn't say this was to take this advice this is toxic tip of the day so if you can get this girl into the bedroom and you can get her to like agree to not using a condom during your sexual encounter, you guys will be doing it in the bedroom. Everything will feel great. Obviously, raw always feels the best. Not the most responsible, but it feels the best. We could all agree to that. Um, and then you're going to lock eyes with her. OK, because remember, we don't do eye contact around here. It makes you feel things that are not there. So lock eyes with the bitch. <laughs> stare at her in the eyes and be like. So I think we should get a plan B just to be safe. Act all cute and responsible, right? And she might be like, you know what? I think that's best we do get one since we're not using a condom. And then that's where you come in. And this is where the toxic comes in. You're going to say, well, in that case, if you're going to take the plan B anyways, you might as just let me come inside of you. Wild concept. Who thinks like that? (laughs) So logical. So logical, dude. If you're going to take it already, you might as well just go all the way. So there is a huge disclaimer on this advice. (laughs) Because if you have sex with a crazy female (laughs) and you come inside of her and she is crazy. She may not take that plan B pill and you may become a father and you may have to go uh, R.I.P. Jerry Springer. Um, because you can't go on Jerry no more. But oh shit, I forgot. Yeah, you'll you'll have to figure it out to go somewhere on some show to figure out if you are the father. Because hey, bitches is nuts. I'm toxic. I ain't crazy. There is a huge difference. That's why I said disclaimer because we don't know where these other females' heads is at. We know ours, dude, but not theirs. He literally okay. So many red flags. And I don't know. Oh, he's know. probably listening to this. I don't care. But just just say this, okay? I had not take the pill yet. And so he's like checking up to make sure I took the pill. And I was like, and he was like trying to accuse me of purposely like trying to trap him. And I'm like, Ew. definitely not. Don't get your fucking panties in a fucking Crazy whatever. Crazy how he said you're trying to trap Thank him. You. But he's the one who actually came inside Thank you. So Wild I was like, no, there. I will get that plan B at Costco. I don't even need your money. I'll fucking get it myself. So literally, then he goes, 
you know what, baby? Don't even don't even take it. He's like, I'll just move over here, stay here with you, and I'll become a liberal for you. This motherfucker's a conservative from Texas, so you try to pull some jokes on me and tell me you're gonna be a liberal so you can be with me. I know he wants my baby. Oh my god. Toxic are. era has began. It has begun. Whatever. I don't give a shit. <laughs> it has. Anyways, so that's all I gotta say. I mean, I recently did have a guy tell me that he would give me a baby, and I I lost it. You lost? I lost it. I was like, oh, my God, just do it. <laughs> Risk it all. <laughs> Risk it all for the one. Just kidding. Oh, not people that you don't know, though. That's very toxic. Yeah. And honestly, it was just a whole, like, I'm not going to lie, though. I'm really happy I did it, because at first I was like, Ugh, what am I doing here? Like, old ways, old money. Wasn't trying to be like that. But I'm not going to lie. Like, I needed it. Like, on a serious note, um, he, like, very much, like, and I hate to say this, but like, I think like I'm not going to like lie to you guys and say like, obviously you need to love yourself. And I do love myself. But lately it's been very difficult just because lately I haven't been like at my best shape, like physically. And the whole time he wouldn't shut the fuck up about how attracted he was to me and just hyping me up and like calling me fucking goddess and whatever. My body's perfect, whatever. My body ain't perfect. But if it is to him, that's fine. And those words made me feel better. Hype me up a little bit. And I'm ready for the next one now. Who's ready? I'm ready. I'm ready like Spongebob for those pizzas. Anyways, so <laughs> that's my update. <laughs> you know that fucking meme? I'm ready. You know the <laughs> meme? <laughs> fucking Little Caesars in this bitch. Yes. You know the fucking meme with the kids when they're like, go, 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 go. Who's next? That's you. I don't think I saw that you one. You have. It's okay. like a Barney meme and they're like dancing. Oh, yes. And they're like, Barney, go, yes. go, yes. go. That's mm. you. Who's next? So it was fun. Um, And that was pretty much it for like 4th of July. We, um, I don't want to say weekend because it was like a Tuesday, Wednesday situation. It was. Um, But also like this past weekend, we went to a little trip to Lake Tahoe with some friends and family. Oh, it was just like a very crazy series of events. Like. Yeah. Mm, I'm delusional enough where I can just say I had a great time. Yeah, very stressful, very dramatic, lots of unnecessary crying. Um, sick, Shut I'm up, Sick bitch. and tired of crybabies. Um, she's talking about me because I cried. She's just trying to be nice. I'm talking about many people. Um, anyways, that's all I'm going to say. And to be fair, I almost died. So that's really <laughs> just, I'm going to say it nonchalant, like, nonchalantly yeah sorry i'm just thinking about all the horrors right now of throwing up um so basically a lot of you saw um, literally so a lot of you did slide in the dms which made me feel very loved because it had took me almost having to die for people to slide in great feeling um i will say but i i am alive now and what happened was i was severely dehydrated it started from a night out of drinking and some arguments the night before last drink was at 1 a.m met a canadian guy at the bar I just remember he went to Bolivia. That's, That's all I she remember. That's what she said when she came home. Oh, my God. I found this man. He went to Bolivia. He went to the, what, the salt dunes? The salt plains. Oh, the salt plains. So I met a he guy. He showed me pictures. Never talked to him again. Um, but anyways, the next day, I took some pills because I had a headache, like aspirin. And I drank, like, not even, like, three sips of my water bottle. And I didn't drink water the rest of the morning. Didn't eat. We get on the boat. All hell just breaks loose. I just got seasick. I started throwing up. My whole body went numb. I started getting delirious. Like I couldn't even talk. I couldn't think. It was really bad, actually. It was really bad. And uh, my hands started cramping up to these little like chicken hands. So basically, my hands started going like this. And I literally could not 
undo my fucking fingers, dude. Literally could not. And I was tripping out. Nobody noticed how serious it was. And then I started throwing up. And then like the guy like started rubbing my back. I thought it was Drea rubbing my back over here. No. I didn't even realize the, it until this somebody This motherfucker's rubbing my back fucking. You know what's crazy? And I'm going to say this. I don't give a fuck. Because everybody fucking knows already. <laughs> my point is, is that I've never swapped saliva with this man ever. There's been no exchange of bodily fluids. And the first bodily fluid that gets exchanged between us is my fucking puke. How fucking embarrassing and humiliating. Okay, that's all I got to fucking say. But that ship has sailed. There is no crushes. There is no puke. I'm alive. There's no drama. I'm done with crybabies. And we're moving on to another era of toxic Moni and toxic Drea. And that's just what it is. I'm dying. That's all I got to say. Because she missed the biggest part. Oh, what did I miss? See, I'm so worked up on the exchange of saliva that was not had. Because, because she was so severely dehydrated. On the boat. We took her ass to the emergency room. Yeah, I got off the boat. The guys had to lift me off the boat because I yeah, couldn't even it was walk. Really bad. Mind you, I am she ended up sober. Also, I passed out, fainted to the concrete. My skin burned. Apparently, I have like a fucking thing on the back of my knee. Yeah, and yeah, it was actually really bad and scary. Um, and I did get to slap the dog shit out of her. Just what she's been waiting um, for. All the fucking built up resentment towards uh, me. I'm just kidding. I have she no resentment. Me. I have no resentment. But you know, I irritate um, you sometimes. I get on yes, your nerves. Yes, it was great. She That's, was like, whoa, whoa, no, whoa. it was actually, kidding. she would not wake up. I was unconscious and in the I car. And I literally hit her so hard. I'm like, oh, her face is going to hurt. I'm sober, guys. This is all sober. No drinks. Yeah, she hadn't even sober. drank anything. So, but we got her to the hospital. They put an IV in. Um, they did say that she was a little bit of a hard stick, but she didn't even care. She didn't even feel it. I was so numb and tingly. Right. My face was numb. I felt like she I stopped was so breathing drunk. too. Oh yeah, the alarm started going off in our fucking hospital it was very, bed or it was very whatever calm. it was called. It was very calm. I was concerned. I woke up to noises, and the doctor's like, "Your heart or your oxygen levels just like depleted. Depleted. Whatever the and word she was." She looks at me, and I'm just sitting there, and she's I'm like, so yes. calm, and I was just like, "She doesn't care that I'm dying." Just I do kidding. care. I'm it's just, I'm used to, like, I'm used to that. You guys know I'm a yeah. nurse. I'm used to, like, the commotion, the stress. So, like, you do have to keep very calm in those situations. But she's here. She's alive. She's well. And she's toxic as ever. Toxic <laughs> as ever. Moving on to this new era. I'm done waiting for guys that don't want me and don't like me. And I'm here for it. So, you know what? Hot and ready. So, anyways... Um, I think the only thing I wanted to kind of like go over before we're actually going to do something different this time, guys, we have a question without with the old and with the new. And for some reason, this question has multiple questions. So we decided <laughs> to make it a segment today, like where it's going to be very long. So yeah. we decided to keep that for you guys as a topic versus like a little question at the end. Yeah. But I feel like we should go into the topic of, um, well, let's just say boyfriends so i did not tell her this was gonna happen she's like what no, so boyfriends okay. um boyfriend applications um. So I, more specifically um are you still taking them because i feel like i am but part of me doesn't want to after this weekend honestly so i'll take them okay and you know i'll take the resume that comes with it okay but, you know, like, not every job is going to call you back. <laughs> but, you know, desperate times called desperate measures. They may, you know, reach out to you and 
say, hey, you know, I'd kind of like to see what you're about and mm-hmm. see if you can come work for us. Yes. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. Okay. Just because. I don't know. I just don't want to get hurt in certain situations. So I'm kind of just building a wall back up. Mm. And so I kind of am just like, we'll see. If it happens, cool. And if it doesn't, cool. And when people ask me, what what are you looking for? Honestly, I'm not looking for a damn thing. Because I realize when you look for something, 99% of the time, it's not going to come and find you. So I'm not looking for shit. So question, why are you on Hinge? For that food? I literally said dinners. Yeah. I get hungry. I feel like I should just delete my hinge at this point. Like, yeah. this guy wants to take me to dinner this weekend, but just I just go. I honestly just feel like I'm ready for just another cancellation. So it's so fucking bad how much, mm. like, I just don't know. I haven't had anybody cancel yet. I've had that's actually all that's, that's a lie. Happening. That's a lie. I have had a person cancel, but he didn't cancel the first time. Yeah, first time's a little different, but. I don't know. I feel like I'm still taking boyfriend applications, but I feel like it's hard to take boyfriend applications when we have a podcast like this and when I'm going to continue to start hooking up again because fuck this shit, honestly. And I'm not saying start hooking up because I'm not trying to start hooking up, actually. Let me me take that back really quick. Are are you building a roster? No, 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 no. It's too much effort, too much time. Uh -uh. I don't have one either. No, so I think... I think for me, it's going to be like if something happens, it happens. I'm not going to be trying to like hold out for anything. Um, And that's my biggest thing. And I think that's what I was doing this whole time was like, oh, I like someone like I don't want to like hook up with anybody. But like, that's so not me. Like, I've always been about if you're not with the person, you can do whatever you want. And naturally, because I had like I really liked somebody, I was really like not trying to entertain anybody else. But I'm just like. That did not work for me. If anything, that was a waste of my time. So I'd rather just kind of like just go back to my old ways. And like, you know, I think the last episode, um, our guest, Anthony, I feel like what he said, I do want to take that to heart a little bit. So I was kind of asking about your boyfriend apps because I kind of want to like, I think I'm going to just do my thing. And then like if I do go on a a first date with somebody and I actually really like them and I could see like myself dating them, I won't sleep with them on the first date. I kind of want to take his advice, even though we were like arguing with him about like, I don't think you should judge somebody off that, but I'm thinking I might just, at least for the first date, I'm going to hold out. I mean, I'll tell you right now, like, when I did hold out, like, yeah, it made these men, like, want to try more. Yeah. And it actually made them want to talk to me more. hmm <sighs> But I feel like what if but they get the cookie and then it's, like, they drop you after that's that? My, that's my point. It's, like... <sighs> and I said it before, like, I feel like you don't know a man's true intention until you fuck. I agree with that, though. I still agree with you on because that. Because that post-not clarity is real. Because then they're that's when they think, like, I don't know. That's just me, though. Um... But yeah. Okay. Well, good to know. So we are both still we're looking still for the applications. one. Look, yes. I'll say this. I'll be, I'll, be more, I'll be more serious. Yes, I'm taking applications. I feel like you should always take applications. All jobs should always continue exactly. to take applications, even when they have hires already. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> that means relationships. <laughs> I'm joking. I, that was um, so toxic. Was- I, rewind. I am not like that. When I have a boyfriend, I do not continue to take apps. I do continue to take references, though. But that's a little different. You know, if, if Andrea comes up to me and she's like, girl, I found a better guy. I'm not taking that application or that resume, but I might have a reference in my head, you know? Great. Now but later, when he leaves me, I know who to go to. 
to next. Great, now your future man's back to be like, you cannot be with Drea at all. It's okay. But it was a joke. It was an it example. It was a jokey joke. Okay. Um, but <laughs> on a serious note, yes, I am taking applications. Me too. But <laughs> I guess you can say I'm not really like gonna put myself out there like that me either i'm and done i'm over it i opened up for no reason yeah like i'm not opening up for nobody Same. i'm still i'm gonna be toxic like i wasn't kidding like you need to take me out of my toxicity and then we can talk but until then i will stay who i am now and we'll just go from there yeah i agree all righty and that wraps up that but we are definitely gonna <laughs> go into our advice segment out with the old in with the new <laughs> in, in with, with the, the new. new out with the old in with the new let's, let's get it let's go <laughs> i'm just kidding that was okay. way too loud of a scream it was, but it's okay. sorry guys if you're in your car and it's on blast so we actually have it from somebody we know this time I'm excited yeah anyways so Ooh. this person was saying and messaged us that they need insight slash perspective on closure. So read the question verbatim. What is closure? How do you achieve closure? And how do you know when you actually have closure? Closure was used four times. <laughs> that was the whole thing? Yeah. It really was. I didn't miss That's anything. That's a lot of closures. Well, That's what I first said. Part. It's cute. Oh, okay. Sorry. I wanted the whole thing, guys, because I think it's cute, but it's okay. Hold What's up, flings and things? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. When people, it's not very often they say that. So it's but, not, but it's like really cute. It. <laughs> I need some insight slash perspective on closure. What is closure? How do you achieve closure? And how do you know when you're actually have closure can we do one at a time please a lot of fucking questions. yes i said closure was okay. used four times so what is closure right yes so first off is i'm getting a definition out here since this man couldn't <laughs> google what closure is he said what is closure okay here we go what is closure um <clears throat> closure an actor process of closing something especially an institution or frontier, or the act of being closed. A procedure for ending a debate and taking a vote. What is closure in a relationship? Closure refers to having a sense of understanding, peace, and accepted finality of the relationship, whether it's ended because of loss, rejection, or growing apart. So honestly, that's what closure is. Feeling at peace with the decision that has been made, whether it was by yourself or the opposite person. Um, <clears throat> and I feel like a lot of people think they don't have closure, but they do. I think it just depends. Do you have anything else before we go to the next question? About what is closure? No. Okay. It was pretty self-explanatory. Next question. <laughs> Sorry. How do you achieve closure? Okay. Old Moni first. And then we'll go out with the old and with the new on this one. Um, achieving closure. Old me would have told you to hit them up. And send them this long ass paragraph about how you feel, how they made you feel, and whether they respond or not, you're like, you're letting them know. And that's going to be enough for you. And hopefully they respond. Um, I've done this before because I needed closure on my last serious relationship like six years ago. I didn't get closure until actually much recently. Not recently, recently, but recently. Um, so new me would say that closure 
is within yourself. Um, and I know we kind of talked about this, mm-hmm. um, but just you have to find closure and be at peace with yourself of what happened. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes you want to have closure with the person and like they need to be involved in that closure, but they really don't need to. It's more about just do you understand why things had to end? Do you understand that you're better off without that person? I will say I think it's difficult to achieve closure in a relationship if you're the person that fucked up and you're the one that feels like the um, that you lost them, like they're the one that got away. I feel like if you mess up, like if you were the one who cheated on the person and you lost them but you really did love them, I feel like it's going to be very difficult to achieve closure on your own, but you still could because you could understand that you fucked up and that it's over and that they don't deserve you. Yeah. Um, but I think you really do need to find that in, your, in yourself. Sorry. I'll let you go on this now. Old you first. Oh. <laughs> I'm being selective with my words. Okay. Um, I think old me would agree with you as far as like, expressing yourself to the person but i've realized that a lot of people just don't give a fuck and so like i've done that before where i have expressed a lot or i've said a lot and Mm -hmm. then it's just not like it's just not worth it i guess in the end um, so do me agrees with you also because that's how I view closure and that's how I achieve it mm-hmm. is I get it within myself first because I feel like once you reflect on everything, um, whether it's a relationship or a friendship or whatever the case may be, like you need that closure within yourself first because mm-hmm. you can't be responsible for someone else's closure. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like that's how. I feel like once you find it within yourself, like the definition says, that's your closure in itself. I feel like um, something that I realized, kind of going back to what I said about some situations are more difficult to achieve closure. I feel like it's, I've had two relationships that were serious. I guess you could say I've been in love Mm -hmm. two times. Um, The first one was so toxic to the point where I, even though I stayed with the person and I was quote unquote in love with them, I could not name five things that I loved about this person. And the only reason why I know this is because somebody had asked me and I'll never forget that day because when I realized I couldn't even name two things, I realized like, why the fuck am I, like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Um, The second relationship that took me years to get closure was um, my last super serious relationship. And that relationship in my eyes was perfect. Yes, nobody's perfect. We did argue here and there, but our arguments were so minimal and it was not anything to do with like another person in the picture, nothing like that. Um, I loved everything about him. The way he treated me was great. There was no infidelity. It was a great relationship. It was fun. It was healthy. It was the relationship that I would like for the future. Obviously a little different, more mature just because we were so young Mm -hmm. and we didn't have certain discussions like I would now when I'm dating. But I guess what I'm saying is that it was much easier to achieve closure when I was left by the first person because I told myself, why would you want to go back to that toxicity? Like, this is your way out. You didn't have the fucking strength and the willpower and the self-respect of yourself to leave him yourself. So he left you and did it for you. So like, it was easier to just be like, okay, like I understand why this had to happen. I'm better off without you. Whereas with the second relationship, because it was so hard to find anything negative about that relationship 
during the time we were together, I think that's why I couldn't get closure because I was holding on to memories and to things that were in the past now, but all the good times, right? So now I couldn't, like, I didn't want closure. I needed to understand why we broke up because to me, everything was perfect. But obviously that's one-sided. Clearly he was not happy, right? So I think that's the biggest thing is that you need to figure out what were the pros and cons of that relationship? And you really have to like, understand like would this have even worked out if you truly feel like it would have then that's another problem you got to deal with I personally don't think it has anything to do with closure because if the person left you there clearly was something wrong whether it was communication like you weren't making them happy and that might be why this person's asking is because maybe they did feel like everything was great and they just don't understand why like I'm not sure what the situation was I kind of am sure but like for anybody in these shoes like if you're the one that's left it's different than the one leaving and I don't want to put this person's business on blast but I think that makes a difference if you don't agree with me if you're left versus if you're the one leaving to get that closure yeah um but I've left someone before too okay and you felt you needed closure. I felt like I needed closure okay and maybe that's like selfish of me Mm-hmm. Um, it is selfish of me, um, because in the end, I'm the one who hurt the person. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm the one over here asking for for closure. Like, you know what I mean? Once that person already has distanced themselves from me. What did you want from them? I guess a good question. Since you're in those opposite um, shoes, I'm just curious. What do you feel like you needed to hear or needed to understand? It wasn't even that I needed to hear anything. It, I think it was more of me like telling them, so they don't. So I didn't look like the bad guy. Like, okay. I'm going to just flat out say it. Like, it was, that's why I said it's, like, kind of more selfish. Like, I felt terrible. And so, like, I felt like I had to be the one to um, kind of not guide them because I really didn't. I kind of ghosted. But once I ghosted and then I realized, like, what I was doing, I felt bad. So, like, I did reach out to them because I felt like I, like, like I said, like, I didn't have closure. Okay. And so, but by that time, it was too late. Like, by that time, they, like, they didn't want anything to do with me or, like, they got into a relationship. But yet they were still telling me that they loved me and that they missed me Mm. while they were in a relationship with somebody else. And so then that kind of messed me up because I'm like, well, what the heck? And then it ended up not working out with that person. And, I mean, nothing happened after. But nothing happened after because I realized that I needed the closure within myself. And, like, I couldn't. I couldn't feel bad for me. I was going to say, it sounds like it's a guilt thing. It was. So exactly. I couldn't feel bad. And that's the thing. That was my closure. I needed to realize that it wasn't bad for me to break up with that person because I didn't want to be with that person. It wasn't your fault. And it wasn't my fault. I, it just wasn't working. You feel what you feel, whether there's a reason for it or not. And I feel like now that you've said that example, I guess I have one, there's one person in my life that I would like closure with that. I still get closure to this day that I hurt their, hurt them. It was the scandal that we had a couple years ago (laughs) at the house on my birthday. And I know he's not listening to this, but like, I know he hates me still. I'm blocked on everything, but it's just a really uncomfortable situation just because like our parents know each other 
And if I wish I could go back and like do things differently, but I can't. And I wasn't a really bad time in my life, which to be fair is not an excuse, but I wish like I could get the closure of apologizing to him and having him understand why things went the way they did. I don't think he gives a fuck, but the fact that I'm still blocked is just, that's why I don't have closure. Cause I'm like, do you still hate me? Like, but But it's guilt, but then it's guilt. And then it it comes off as like being selfish. It does. Cause obviously it wants something to do with me. You know what I mean? So I mean, as long as you find closure within yourself, I think that's all that really matters at the end of the day. But have you ever like figured out like a concrete way to achieve closure? Like I feel like for me, the only mm-hmm. thing I ever did was in my head just stating all the reasons why we would not have worked out or couldn't work out. That was my clo- the way for me to achieve closure and understand that like so that's like you know? one of the ways. But okay. I also feel like that's also may not be the healthiest way. Okay, I think. Closure just comes with time and maturity, and you can't really, like, fast forward the process. So what's an example, though, if you have to so, give advice to somebody? Like, how do you achieve it? Mm, I guess that's what I'm asking. Because, you know, we stay busy to get over somebody, but this yeah, is different than closure. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Staying busy don't work. Exactly. Um, and will not. I think it's more just reflecting and really mm-hmm. sitting in your thoughts and you're li- allowing yourself to feel every emotion. Okay. Because if you keep avoiding your emotions... It's only going to work for so long. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're going to end up feeling them. So it's best to feel them as soon as possible and stuff. Okay. Um, you know how they say like women, like when we get our hearts broken. Yes, I knew you were going to give us example. Yeah. Go on. We really like sink and like we just go through it. And men, they typically like to keep busy, go out, get drinks, get fucked up like this and that fuck right? bitches fuck right bitches away. all this shit and us women really sink into our like emotions we cry about it we talk to our girls about it we get in our feels about it and then there comes a time where we say we're done with that and we start going out we go MIA we start you know doing things for ourselves loving ourselves more this and that mm-hmm. and lo and behold the motherfucker that was out there doing his thing a couple right months after ago mm-hmm. starts hitting you up and started saying i miss you this and that like, i want you I back want sometimes you back. and it's because they did not deal with their fucking emotions in the beginning and <sighs> by that time us women are typically not even interested anymore dude that's happened so many times so many guys well, just so many guys even just in my life every time. that have done that told me later oh it's hitting me now and it was like two or three months in yeah. and i'm just like how dude like when i get heartbroken i'm like deep in the sorrows immediately like exactly and yeah don't get me wrong i've been out in the streets like the week after a breakup but i was still crying and i was exactly. still feeling my shit yeah. versus the guy seemed like he was perfectly fine until two or three months later he comes crawling back to me and he misses me he's sorry yeah. he loves me and i'm like dude why did it take that long for you to realize that yeah. like i don't understand that yeah I but it kind of goes back i like that what you said that because it makes sense maybe that's why I wonder if women have get closure more than men quicker then. That's a good question. I never thought about that. I don't know. But I do know that like when I get my closure, I typically, um, like you said, I think only me, like I would send like a paragraph and stuff. To explain how you feel or whatever. To yeah. explain how I feel. But in the end of it, I get my closure now within myself. I'm, exactly. I'm If I'm okay with my decision that I'm making in whichever relationship, whether it's friendship or romantic or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. um, that's good enough for me. And I don't need to really explain myself to somebody else. Okay. Um, there was one more question, was. but I don't know if it was 
already answered. Mm-hmm. How do you know when you actually have closure? We kind of partially answered. Um, I think that happens when... Mm, you have peace. And peace of mind with your decision. And you're not overthinking your decision. If you're the and, one that broke up with the person, I'm assuming it's a decision. to be completely honest, it's not really affecting you anymore. Agreed. Because if it's still affecting you, um, I think you need to look back and figure it the fuck out. Because it shouldn't be affecting you if you have closure. Point blank, period. So I'm going to piggyback off of that. Um, I agree with you on Mm -hmm. the not feeling some type of way. I can Mm -hmm. honestly say that the moment I realized I had closure with my last serious relationship is the moment I realized how happy I was for him to see him in love with somebody else. Yeah. Um, because it did not affect me. Did it make me feel some type of way? Yes, but it wasn't malicious. Yeah. It wasn't sad and heart like heartbroken. It wasn't mad. It was mainly other factors that were involved that kind of up, like upset me. Mm-hmm. But deep down in my heart, I was so happy for him. And I realized it did not really affect me anymore. And I realized I had a closure because I felt like there's nothing else now left for me to say. Yeah. Um, I feel like if there's something that you need to say to somebody, I feel like whether we agree that it's like you should do it or not, that means you do not have closure. Because that means you're feeling the need to still say something or make a point be set, um, heard or you need to apologize whether you're the one that left them or not. Um, I think most of the people that I've needed closure with that took time were the ones that broke my heart versus me leaving them. But like Drea said, I did have like what she was explaining when she left somebody she felt she needed closure. That was me for like one person that I left that I felt I needed to do that. Um, but I think you said, you said peace of mind and not constantly thinking about the what ifs as well, because I think when I didn't have closure, just speaking from experience, I always thought what if, what if like later like if it's meant to be it's meant to be or it'll happen or whatever the case may be that's all delusional speaking and that is not closure um and I realize that now as I'm older it's been a while since that relationship has been six years and it took years to get the closure but once I did I now understand what the difference is and like the peace is a big part of it but you got it within yourself I did I did not get it from him he didn't respond to my paragraphs back in the day (laughs) he never did but that's my point yeah typically closure is within yourself and like I feel like a lot of people think that closure takes two people but I've been in situations too where I don't get closure from that person at all like at all so I gotta put my big girl panties on and figure it the fuck out myself and like I said like once you're at peace once you're not thinking about the situation anymore like you said the what ifs or Whatever the case may be, I think that's your closure. And I feel like a lot of people, and I'm just speaking from experience for me because I've done it. We overthink closure as well. Because it's happened to me where I have had closure. Okay. However, I somehow, because I'm the delusional queen, um, think that I haven't. But when I look back on it, it's like, damn, I had closure that whole time. 
but like I said, it was my guilt and it was also kind of like my pride and my ego, um, kind of taking over where like, I didn't feel like I had closure and I just wanted to be that person that like wasn't looked at as bad, if that makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. So I felt like I always had to reach out to the person to make sure they're good. Yeah, like, I've been in those shoes but, actually before. Yeah, but the thing is, is I don't have to do that. Like, if anything, that, that fucks my mental health up, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need to do that for somebody. Honestly, like, I know I already said it, but I also just realized I had closure the moment I realized and I understood why we couldn't be together. Why yeah. it was best the way it is. Why it, I'm better off now. Nothing that I've experienced now would have happened if it wasn't for that. And like you said, that might not be the healthiest way, but it really did work for me because I feel like when you can't understand why things couldn't work out, I feel like that's what you hold on to. And personally for me, like I know me and you are very different. You said like once you're done, you're done. If you've noticed, I've gone back to all my exes at least once. And you notice I have not. Yes. And the reason why I do that is because I felt like not only is it comfortability, but I think it's also because I I never got like closure. Like Mm -hmm. the two, like I said, one of them, I feel like the closure was pretty quick. The other one, that one was not quickly. Yeah. Um, the rest of the exes, I left them, but there was guilt there. And guilt because I knew deep down I did not see a future with them. Um, and I still, like, was with them. And that's why, I'm like, now I'm trying to do things differently, right? I'm not trying to do that anymore. And I can piggyback off of that, too, because, yeah. like, I've had guilt, too, where, like, I'm with somebody out of comfortability, and I just don't want to leave because it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. I know it. But at the same time, like, at that time, like, I wanted to be with other people. Yeah. And, like, I wanted to be single. But I didn't want to say that because that makes me sound like an asshole. Exactly. And you're not honest with the person, so. And I was with them for, like, two years. Mm-hmm. Fuck. And Damn. I want to say probably a year of that. I might have been, like, already kind of checked out. Do you feel like there's any relationship, whether it's friendship, family, or romantic right now in your life that you don't have closure with, that you haven't yet fully felt at peace with? No. Okay. No. Because I've created the closure for myself. Got it. Because I just, I mean, you know me, once I'm... (laughs) That's the one thing I will say about me. I may be like a quote unquote lover girl, even though I just talked about me being toxic. But realistically, for being real, like I do get attached and things like that. Mm-hmm. But once I'm done with somebody, I am completely done. Cut off, done. Even if I still care about you, I won't hit you up. I won't talk to you. To the point where you will just be like, what the heck just happened? Like, yeah. Like, it, it sh- it's shookening. I've had all my exes tell me that, like, damn, you really just went cold. And I'll be like, yeah, for what, though? Honestly, for what? What am I going to, like, what do I have to say? I don't have anything to say to you. Yeah. So. Does that take you getting your heart broken, though? No. No? I'm like that with everybody. Which maybe isn't the best (laughs) but that's how i deal with it you know like i don't like losing people but um i'm also kind of 
a quote-unquote pro at losing people so that's how i deal with it got it and that's my closure okay so maybe that's why i make it's like easier for me to get closure i don't know i really don't know (laughs) man well that's very sad topics here it is but i'm glad we talked about it i feel that like you said a lot of people make closure bigger than it needs to be like oh yeah for sure and it's really not that serious it's It's just finding the peace within yourself yeah um but I definitely think it goes more than just romantic relationships. I think it yeah. needs to go to, it goes to a lot of things. And that's the thing. I've had closure in many aspects. You know that in many aspects of my life, romantic, yeah. friendships, um, family. Mm-hmm. Like I've kind of had it all the way around and I've handled all of them pretty much the same. So I feel like I don't have closure with one of my friendships, but I'm not wanting to reach out. It's more of just like. Yeah. I never got to say my piece of why I blocked them in the first place, even though it was pretty apparent. So I feel like when someone doesn't know why you're mad at them, you don't feel like you like it's a weird feeling. It's more of like um, I don't feel like they don't have no idea why they hurt me. Essentially. But, but this is a thing too. some most of the time they know. And that's what I feel like they know. Most of the time they know. Yeah. And you kind of just have to rock with it and just be like, look, like. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. I guess once my little by little the hatred goes away, then I'll realize I have closure because I still want to build up anger that I've no, not dealt okay. with. It's okay. But it hasn't even been. Actually, no, it's barely been about like six months. Yeah. A little it's over okay. six months. So. <laughs> Ugh, gross. Emotions. I have lately, I've just not. I was trying to let myself feel things and now I'm going backwards. Like Drea said, we're entering this toxic era and I'm just kind of like, mm, yeah, not really like want to feel things right now. Honestly, I'm, I'm kind of over lie. it. I too have been going um, cold. Backwards. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, hold us accountable, guys, please. I have been going cold, but I always say life is a contradiction. So <sighs> you're always going to say something and then contradict yourself. And then say something else and contradict yourself. <laughs> like, it is what it is. Um, it doesn't mean that you're fake. It doesn't mean that you're not sticking to what you said. Because things change and, like, experiences make you act and react differently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Getting well, sleepy. <laughs> this is going to be a shorter episode since we, like, bombarded you with two hours of our last oh, yeah. episode. Oh, wild. Um, Anthony had a lot to say in that one. He did. So we will be having another guest on shortly. We're not going to tell you when, but don't worry. We'll have another man back on the pod. Mm. Um, But thank you for listening. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Rate us five stars. Leave some comments. It'd be lovely. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Flings and Things Official with an N. I'm Moni.Montenegro. And I'm Drea.Monte. Please follow us and then don't forget the threads. Yep. Follow the threads, bitches. We're going to try to make a Flings and Things thread as well. We definitely are. And all the toxicity will be on there for sure. Lots of sex, too. That that will be all her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, guys. guys we'll see you, you next time. Bye.